Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Guns, Oil, and Dirt podcast. Uh, it's I'm in the car again. It's Friday morning. Uh, I don't know what today is. The uh, 13th or 14th. Oh, tired. Sorry about that. I'm still very tired. Uh, but it'll it'll be all right. I'll. I will survive. Um, today, I wanted to talk about uh, the coronavirus thing. Uh, I don't know if all of you guys out there who listen, which is uh, five people, and I really appreciate it, <laughs> but uh, if everybody out there who listens is going through the same thing I'm going through, uh, the coronavirus itself... Um, is whatever. I'm not worried about it. It's got, uh, I got about as much likelihood of getting it as I get the flu. And it's probably just about as bad as a flu. Uh, I don't pretend to know what I'm talking about on that stuff, but from what I'm gathering, uh, that's, that's what we're looking at here. So, um, what I wanted to talk about is what is actually affecting me and a little bit about something called bioeconomics. Um, I don't know if I talked about this yet. Probably haven't touched on it, but that's that's what this is. So uh, a while back, a guy named Edward Yu, Y-O-U, Edward Yu, special agent for the FBI, like something like six, eight, ten years ago, wrote a report for the FBI talking about one of the biggest concerns for our country and the world is a bioeconomic, uh, not necessarily an attack. I think they were looking at an attack, but bioeconomic, uh, influx, basically, um, a collapse in our economy due to a biological something or another. I mean, he wrote a whole thing on this. This is what he specialized in at the FBI because he was a threat management kind of thing. But, uh, and we're, uh, we are now experiencing it. This is exactly what he was talking about. Uh, it hit me yesterday. Um, cause so Saturday, Sunday, Sunday morning, I went to the grocery store and uh, life was normal at our grocery store on Sunday morning. No effect yet. By yesterday, which is Thursday, um, full effect. So, I mean, three or four days difference. And the world has basically gone topsy-turvy for us. Uh, I went into Walmart on my lunch break, which I do sometimes because um, as much as I don't like to go into Walmart and all the problems with Walmart, whatever, but um, they're across the street from my work and I can get food for cheap. That way I don't have to go to restaurants to eat because I'm trying to save money right now to buy uh, some recording equipment so this doesn't sound so bad for you guys. And I apologize about the car and I apologize about a lot of that stuff but realistically 
this is the easiest time for me to record. When I come home from work, I, I gotta like do other stuff, especially right now. I'm trying to get my gardening stuff together and uh, kind of do something. But we're looking at another freeze coming here, and I'm kind of like, Ugh, do I wanna try and start planting stuff? Do I wanna start breaking ground yet? super soggy right now which I'm which would make breaking ground really easy on my new garden but I I'm in a spot where I don't necessarily know what to do uh, I'll figure it out though I always do but what I'm what I'm talking about here is uh, people started freaking the F out uh, I went over to Walmart and there was no toilet paper there was no bottled water. There were people waiting in line like, I don't know, like you wait in line at the butcher shop, you know, to get waited on next for, for toilet paper, which was kind of shocked to me because I didn't, you know, I didn't see it coming, I guess. Uh, almost all the canned food was gone. All the ramen noodles were gone. There was no like pizza sauce. Uh, most of the spaghetti noodle stuff and pasta was gone, uh, which is kind of funny. So, like, whatever. You know what they had lots of, though? Canned vegetables. People are idiots. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it was kinda, kind of an eye-opening experience for me because I actually didn't think we were going to get this way, but realistically, I'm pretty sure you know, it's okay, whatever, these are, these are towns that I'm sitting in, these are little cities, so not overly abundant with, uh, people, but they're on the urban fringe, so, I mean, I'm guessing people from the urban areas are driving out and, uh, you know, buying up all this stuff, uh, so, I wasn't super freaked out about it. It wasn't that big of a deal. I got a lot of the stuff I need. Not all the stuff I need, but a lot. Um, did make me realize I probably should have bought, stocked up on toilet paper. I never even thought about toilet paper, to be honest with you. I was just going to use a rock. But with winter being here, or still holding on, there's not enough leaves around. But... <laughs> I say that jokingly, but realistically, that's probably what it will go back to. But I was kind of joking the other day that I got plenty of newspaper because uh, I keep a lot of newspaper. A little background on me. Uh, I don't know if I talked about this. I probably touched on this here and there, but uh, newspaper is something that I figured out in the years when I was younger and didn't necessarily always have a place to live. So, uh, when I was younger, a few things happened here and there, and I may or may not have been a not-such-a-good-kid. Uh, once again, I grew up on what we call the urban fringe, so we actually lived in a subdivision. And I mean, we were out five miles from... Uh, we are actually between two big cities... And what's considered pretty rural, like, farm and ranch area. But we we were in a subdivision. 
and I had to go to one of the inner city schools, which is about 10 miles from my house, uh, busing, bust in, maybe not quite 10 miles, maybe six or seven miles. Um, but we're, you know, we're bust in and, uh, things happen, uh, being a teenager and, uh, didn't necessarily always get along with my parents, so I didn't necessarily always want to stay with my parents. So there'd be long stretches where I would kind of just disappear uh, from them, not necessarily from everybody. Uh, you know, I had my own problems as a teenager, uh, being a teenager and a jackass. And uh, I learned really quick the newspaper is uh, fairly useful for a few things. You talk to any homeless guy, homeless guys, uh, at least the ones that I knew, the newspaper's kind of important for them. You can do a lot of stuff with it. Um, you newspaper in a trash bag, and I mean, you can go for miles with just newspaper in a trash bag. You can uh, use it to wipe one of them, which is why I got on this. Use it for blankets, use it for insulation. You can definitely use it for starting fires. Newspaper's great for that. You can read it, uh, read newspaper, get all sorts of information from the newspaper. Used to. Nowadays, I can only get coupons out of it because everything in there is garbage. But uh, there was a lot of things you could do with the newspaper to stay survived. Um, so I, I never thought about it. I don't know how my... Uh, my house's plumbing will handle flushing newspaper, but if I needed to, it's an option. Um, but realistically, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't believe what was going on with this. These people freaking out about coronavirus, and I don't understand why yet. Uh, we're talking about something that has less of an effect on people than the goddamn flu does. And I'm sorry, but I don't see it really doing anything but what do I know uh and then of course yesterday all the things happened you know everybody I mean really everybody lost their damn mind uh they canceled the NHL and uh I'm pretty pissed uh not that I was going to any games or anything but I watched the NHL and I don't I don't understand. <laughs> I just don't get it. But I mean, I could see how somebody would not want a arena full of 30,000 people coughing on each other. But that's too bad. And then, of course, the NBA uh, canceled their games. And baseball's being postponed or something. And I'm slightly upset about that because I actually have baseball tickets for the beginning of the year and now they're talking about changing the you know schedule and all that stuff and that's exactly what they're talking about in this bioeconomics i mean what is the economic impact on areas uh locally and globally just due to stuff like this i'm no uh, expert, but I mean, the global economic impact of running out of toilet paper is probably pretty high. The local economic impact of running out of toilet paper is going to be interesting. 
uh, people are going to smell. <laughs> but I just can't quite wrap my mind around it. And then, it, like I said, it gave me time to reflect. Like I had to look at some of my preps. Uh, I was looking at it. I got uh, 30 days worth of water if the power goes out without any um, without dipping into any of my my other ways of getting water just stored water I got about 30 days which is okay like a lot of people be like oh 30 days that's not enough that's without me dipping into any of my other ways of getting water I mean I have a range rain catchment system that I can get about 50 plus gallons out of granted 30 days worth of water I'm not including hygiene water in that because um I live on, I got a well, and uh, I got a backup power supply to run my well, so my hygiene water is actually still there, and that's what I'm talking about, like I have 30 days of drinking water if I'm not drinking out of my sink, and I don't really drink out of my sink because the water out of my sink isn't tested, and I don't drink it normally, so I don't really worry about getting it too much, uh, too much on the testing stuff, it's not going to kill me just tastes really bad. I got one of those wells that uh, the water's super hard. I live on like a granite slab kind of thing. And uh, it's, yeah, it, the water's not great and we have to put a lot of salt in it to soften it. And then with doing that, it makes the water a little salty. It makes it all kind of weird. I'm not 100% keen on drinking it, but could if I needed to. There's some other stuff I could do. This thing about getting distilled water and people always talk about how distilled water because it's got like a negative ionic charge or whatever it's going to pull um, nutrients out of your body and I get that. I can, I can understand that and that's kind of the reason why I wanted to get some Due to the fact that maybe, uh, maybe it'll help. If I drink a lot of really hard water, I'm questioning whether or not I'm going to have uh, issues with like kidney stones. And if you drink um, distilled water, theory, theoretically here, I'm going off of something that is not something I know a lot about but I know enough to get myself in trouble as far as science goes, but theoretically, distilled water should help with that. Granted, it does a lot of other stuff and could make you anemic if you have, if you're on the border, if you have problems with that kind of stuff, because it's gonna pull a lot of other nutrients out of you, but I wonder if it would uh, help reverse kidney stones if you take some of the other stuff you need. Um, that's something I've been looking into, wanting to think about. But I'm, I haven't made any moves on that yet. Like I said, got to do some research. Um, dodging animals left and right this morning. There's like raccoons and cats and all sorts of everybody's running around out there today. Must be 
trying to come out because it had been warm the last few days. It's going to get a cold snap here for a little bit. And uh, we'll see what they do. But the other thing we uh, were looking into goes along with that. Food. Uh, not 100% sure how much food I got. I don't have uh, big food stores yet. I'm working on it. I really want to get there. But I mean realistically if my fridge goes out um i got some backup solutions for if my fridge goes out my freezer's out uh granted like i said i do have a backup power supply i can keep my fridge going uh my fridge freezer upstairs combo i can keep them going um for a while. I got enough gas for a little while. If we, uh, if we run out of gas, then I'm going to start running into problems. So, I don't have a big store of gas. I only got a couple tanks of propane if the heat goes out. So, I'm not a million percent, you know, where I want to be. But I have other options. Obviously, fires. I got, you know... I got a house, so that's one thing. I got a place to stay. I could bug in. I could start a fire. I got a fireplace. Um, not actually super worried about freezing. I mean, I got blankets and stuff, and it's not that cold anymore. 32 at night, 34 right now. I mean, I'm not going to freeze to death in that, especially with the clothes and gear that I already have. But starting to think about it again um most of my preps most of my preparing has been set up for like i mean i'm stretching a little further than the 72 hour kit i'm like a 10 day or you know i'm prepared for about 10 days of everything going out i got about 10 days worth of gasoline for my generator uh thinking about it now i can siphon gas out of my pickup just get the generator to keep running um, probably siphon gas out of the, the car, uh, and that wouldn't necessarily, you know, freak me out too bad, um, you know, little things like that, but I got food for, like I said, at least 10 days, I got 10 to maybe longer days worth of food, um, canned food stored up stuff like that so not necessarily I'm not one of the people freaking out about it and everything after that I mean if we're down for 10 days if we're down for 15 days something like that uh, you know I'm probably going to just start trapping again so not completely freaked out about it but I mean it's definitely affecting us this this thing the economy's going all crazy people are freaking out I don't really I think we had a big economic bubble going on and it needed to collapse so I'm kind of sitting here like yeah that's pretty good I don't care the economy can kind of take a tumble for a little while not gonna hurt my feelings kind of think we needed a reset anyway they had this huge inflation 
huge amounts of inflation that, that were just building up the economy and everybody's going to blame Trump or this or that. But I mean, realistically, it's, I mean, the banking system is screwed up in this country as it is. Uh, the robbing Peter to pay Paul system that we have where they're borrowing on borrowed money. I mean, they're not even using real money anymore. It's just air. So, I mean, if our, it's not even gold backed anymore, like it's supposed to be. So, I mean, our economic systems in a place where it need, I think it needed this, uh, it's probably a good thing. People are going to look at it all as bad, but I, this might be one of the better things that happened to us in a while. You know, of course the banks are going to want to get their money back. So interest rates are going to be on the rise and everything like that. But I mean, the way the economy went for the last five years has been kind of interesting. You know, everything's dropping. I think gas prices are going to go back up pretty soon too, though, because uh, it's $2.10 for gas by gallons. not going to last. Maybe even, you know, uh, I think some places they're looking at under $2 for gas. And uh, that's going to be kind of nice for some people. But it's not me yet. We're getting there, though. So not 100% sure how this is all going to pan out. But I think everything's going to be okay. Uh, personally, this thing might last longer than I, you know, uh, longer than I expected to, and things might get weird after a while. I know there's going to be a lot of panic. People are already panicking. Inner cities, uh, I was watching, uh, people are fighting over toilet paper. That's, that's real deal. Uh, seems like toilet paper and cereal, people are going nuts. I don't necessarily know why, um, the cereal thing, because cereal usually eat uh, milk, but uh, I'm not 100% sure how we're going to deal with those issues. Needing that. Maybe people are just eating dry cereal. I don't know. They're, they could be doing that. I'm sure that's fine. When it comes to survival stuff like that, I don't. I kind of like the oatmeal idea, uh, even though oatmeal needs water, and uh, I don't want to waste too much water. But I mean, it only needs a little water. Make a bowl of oatmeal. Oatmeal's got a lot of good stuff in it, uh, even though you know grain, gluten, blah blah. But an emergency situation, oatmeal is super lightweight. You pack a bunch of it everywhere you go. It never goes bad, basically, because uh, it's all freaking dried. I mean, that's one of the things I keep in, keep in my bag. Keep a little oatmeal in there right next to my uh, coffee grounds. Two things that I need to have, you had to have water, too. Because I'm, I'm a bad prepper, I guess. But come on, man, you're out in the woods, a cup of coffee. Make you feel better. A little warm cinnamon oatmeal. Uh, 
One of my preps that I got to learn to deal with a little better, though, is honey. I can't carry a jar of honey around and buy honey in mason jars. I got to find a way to make a little, uh, those little honey sticks. I can buy honey sticks. That's one thing. But, like, if I can make them, I'm going to figure that out. That'd be a good, good little thing to do. Make all those little honey sticks, honey tubes. And seal them. But... You know, that's uh, that's just little thoughts rolling around in my head. Just wanted to touch on this thing a little bit. I know uh, I may not have gotten into it before with, uh, you know, bioeconomics and some of that stuff. But look up, uh, look up Edward Yu. He's got some good stuff out there uh, talking about things that happen, could happen, are happening. You know, but uh, like I said, I'll keep talking about this a little bit here and there. I just got to work. You guys probably heard it. But uh, I don't know. We'll see how this pans out. I think it's going to be okay. I think the biggest things that are going to affect us actually already happened. I mean, football, or not football, baseball and uh, hockey and basketball are all on the fritz. Uh it's March, so March Madness is going to be all messed up. All these poor people aren't going to be able to, um, what is it, make their bets. <laughs> Got to make my bet. Bet money. Bet money. Doing this and that. So, you know, some people it's a big deal. Not really a big deal to me. I don't do March Madness. I don't really care for basketball. Hockey's the one that got me. Uh, get mad about that? I thought they were tougher than that. And to, uh, but it's not up to them. That was a government got their butt involved. Half the counties are locking down. Whatever. Most of you guys out there, the homesteaders and the preppers and stuff, you guys don't care anyway. Like, half of us don't even... We're like, yeah, good. I've already locked down a long time ago. It's flu season. Buying all the uh, all the honey I can get, cause that'll help you out a little bit. So, well, that's all I got for today. Like I said, kind of like a current event update podcast, but I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm not really worried about that too much, though. I'm more worried of. The uh, coronavirus part I'm not worried about. I'm worried about the freaking people being so stupid. People are nuts. They just listen to whatever happens on the stupid uh, idiot box. Kind of weird. But I think a lot of what's going on, what I noticed here in my in my small town, a lot of the people who are going after toilet paper were senior citizens. And I'm thinking that because they're more susceptible to this, there's not been a single confirmed case at this moment, I think, in a somebody under 16. So uh, I think young people and kids are fine. But senior citizens seem to be the ones getting bothered with this. And uh, I think that's who's doing a lot of the buying the toilet paper. I think they're getting ready to batten down the hatches. A lot of older people are smart enough to know what they're doing. And they're probably just gathering up their uh, stockpiles of toilet paper for now. But 
where I'm gonna see this affect people, this is gonna get really bad really soon is the ammo again. Ammo prices are gonna skyrocket. It's gonna be hard to buy ammo again. I hate when this happens. People are so, so dumb. But that's what's gonna happen. A lot of governments, uh, mayors, governors, wherever, are gonna start pushing for gun control bans during this because the world is clouded by the coronavirus stuff and they're going to be pushing laws on the backside um, while we're not paying attention to it, you know, because government doesn't stop and they're never going to stop trying to take your guns and they're never going to stop being jerks about it. So keep your eyes open out there. Um, they're going to use the cover of the coronavirus stuff to try and push uh, backhanded gun laws they're terrible people so keep an eye out for that one um, you know show up to some of the events make your voice heard I continue to write my congressman uh, you know little stuff like that I always write them um, just write repeal the NFA no new gun laws stop being a jerk probably doesn't listen to anything I say but uh, I'm at work now. I'm going to sign out for now. You guys got a little podcast. Uh, I got a little podcast done here. I got some other stuff I want to do when I finally get a little bit of time. I've been talking to some people. Um, like I said, I'll figure out this uh, recording thing as soon as I have the money to buy a little better equipment. Do a little bit of talking with some other people. Uh, I did talk to a guy who said he would be willing to... Uh, help me with some audio stuff so we'll see how that works out because he's not here in the state we're gonna do it long distance <laughs> he's gonna try and help me record something uh talking about a little bit of rifle uh rifle dynamic stuff so cool things coming appreciate you guys listening uh keep on listening keep liking if you want to um you know subscribe if you like what you're listening to and feel free to, uh, you know, hit me up, uh, on MeWe or at gunsoilanddirt at gmail.com. Stop by the Instagram, check it out. Uh, just post gun pictures and stuff I'm up to. Uh, I got a couple pictures up there from the, uh, firefighter fight for air climb I did and, uh, little things like that. So if you're interested, uh, you can message me there if you uh, have something to say or want to say something or care to say something. That's fine. Um, like I said, MeWe, uh, gunsoilanddirt at gmail.com. It's all my media outreach, social media outreach points. But uh, feel free to write me. I, I'm really kind of interested in what some of you guys think. I know I'm always talking about the sound quality because I got comments on the sound quality. I'm sorry. Uh, it costs money to fix it. I'm working on it, you know, just saving up money. But uh, I appreciate the input. I really do. I'm going to listen to you guys who, uh, who are actually listening to me. Really, uh, you know, it means something to me. Maybe one of these days this will make me some money. But... Or a long way from that. Hopefully it'll make enough money that it'll pay for the sound equipment for itself. But we'll see. Well, like I said, I gotta go. 
I appreciate you guys listening. Appreciate your time. Thanks a lot. And, uh, you know, stay safe out there. Stay survived. And uh, don't get caught up in this stuff. I don't recommend going to Walmart without your, uh, your concealed carry. I know they're all pissed off about people carrying guns at Walmart. But if you're concealed carrying properly, nobody's going to know you have a gun. But like I said, people are fighting over toilet paper. And it's not even bad yet. I can't imagine what it's going to become. So everybody, just be careful out there. Things are, things are going downhill kind of fast. Uh, at least it's fast for me. Some places are worse than we are. We're out in the urban, uh, you know, out in, not quite rural, but uh, I guess we're like the, like I said, the rural urban fringe. And uh, things are kind of turning pretty quick here. Uh, so be careful out there, everybody. All right, I'll chat at you later. Hi guys, this is Evan from the Guns, Oil & Dirt Podcast. Just wanted to give a shout out to Remora Holsters, the original no slip, no clip, no sweat holster. When they say no slip, they mean it. I wear it all day, it doesn't make my pants sag to one side or the other, and I barely even notice they're there. So when you want the best comfort in concealed carry holsters, why don't you guys try out a Remora holster?